This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. You know, our first ministry is to Jesus. I said our first ministry is to Jesus. Let me say that again because four of you agreed with that. Our first ministry is to Jesus. I, I want to help you all for a moment. I'm only going to say one thing to you till the day I die. And I'm never going to change the channel. If I do, shoot me. This whole thing's about the Lord. And he has a name. He has a name. Do you know there is a lamb in the midst of the throne? Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody else with that on their bio. Jesus introduced himself as the amen in the book of Revelation. Do you know anyone else who can do that? He also said, I am the one who died and is alive forevermore. <laughs> and by the way, I am the amen. That's incredible. There's no one like him. My dream for this house is that every song we sing, we sing to him. Do you know we'll never pick a song for you? I love you, and that's why. We'll never sing one to you. So if you feel like we're singing too long, let me help you out. None of the songs are to you. <laughs> Doesn't that feel wonderful? I had a friend come and go, how long do y'all sing? And I said, I don't know. He said, and do the people still come? I said, oh yeah, we, we need a building. Too many are coming. And he said, but, and they stay when y'all sing? I said, yeah, most of the time, some people leave. He goes, well, what do y'all do? I said, they leave. And, and then what? I don't know. <laughs> well, why doesn't that bother you? I said, I, I, love, our vi I love our church and I love our, our, everyone in it, but I don't see a single one of their names in one of those hymns. <laughs> They're all to Jesus and he likes them all if we sing to him. And Jesus is here tonight. He's in the room. I feel him. It's important to feel him. Do you know it's not faith to not feel the Lord? The definition of faith is not, not sensing Jesus. Do you know David said, you teach me with your hand, O Lord? Are you all here tonight? Where are you? You just all a little woozy. David said, you teach me with your hand. Not a dry erase board. He said, you teach me with touch. I learn from you based on how you touch me, Lord. It all matters. Every song matters. Every key matters. Every heartbeat matters here. Every time you sing something to Jesus and really mean it and it's true, he comes and lives with us. He inhabits praise. He doesn't visit it. He lives, he lives in the praise. You say, well, how, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I know, but he does. 
And on top of that, he's enthroned on it. What does that mean? That means a people who minister to the Lord have an audience with King Jesus. Hold on, it gets better every time. Every time. What does that look like? It means that anything that does not come from the king must bow its knee. Anything. So anything or any one that doesn't find its origin in Jesus must bow its knee and he begins to destroy it one after. That means if you came in with a tumor tonight, the king will destroy it. That's what that looks like. That's what that means. If you came in confused tonight, if you came in fearful, his perfect love will not deal with it. It will cast it out and destroy it. You're in for a special night. And one of God's dearest friends, who I love so much, is going to minister to Jesus tonight. And the Lord's going to touch us all. Stephanie Gretzinger's with us tonight. And not yet, not yet. She's, hold on. We're going to do the official one in a moment, but I just want you to know. I just want you to know. Oh, man. All right. Everybody grab a seat. Give me 10 minutes here. Can we bring those strings down just a bit? Thanks. All right. I want everyone to lock in. I want everyone to listen to me. We're about to have the most important conversation we could ever have. Nothing matters right now but what I am telling you. The Bible says, make your election sure. Make it sure. We are living in a day and age that is completely unsure. The shifting sand of the world is becoming more and more preeminent before our eyes. I'm shocked. I'm shocked by how people use people today. See, you, when you come to Jesus, you, you actually have to realize that you need a savior. I'm not pausing because I'm confused. I'm pausing because I want these to land. If you completely forget about me while I'm speaking to you tonight, that would be a dream come true for me. If you could just be more aware of him than me. Jesus' image cannot save you, but Jesus can. I've said this around the world. The Jesus book cannot save you, but Jesus can. Jesus 20, by the way, which we are having. Hold on. Hold on. That, uh, that, we'll talk later. Stay with me. That event will not save you. Being part of a Jesus people won't save you. Knowing Jesus' bio won't save you. The devils know his bio. Agreeing on the right points regarding his life, that doesn't save you. 
Every devil in hell knows that he is king of kings. He's after something much more beautiful. Jesus doesn't make things better. She's good. She's fine. I have wine flowing through my veins tonight. New wine. <laughs> New wine. Oh, some of you are like. New wine. Some of you need the joy of the Holy Spirit. It's okay to laugh today. It's okay. We need to. You know, Ben Fitzgerald came uh, two weeks ago. He was here, right? Three weeks ago? Whatever. He's probably watching. It was great to have you, Ben. I'm not sure Jess enjoyed you in the house that long, but, but we liked you here. Ben, when he landed, he goes, oh my gosh, America's not burning down? He goes, bro, I thought it was a war zone. It's just amazing what we believe, isn't it? The stuff we listen to. We need to hear Jesus now. You know, if you know more about your, your favorite politician than Jesus, that's a problem. Let me tell you this. If you're more excited about someone get electing, getting elected than the Lord's presence, that's a problem. Let me tell you what that's called. That's not called a distraction. Can I just be a dad tonight? That's called a harlot. Jesus and is prostitution. I know, I know, I know. I can't say this everywhere, but it's good to be back. That's true. Jesus... In Hosea, the Lord told the Israelites, he said, you're with me, but you've gone after other gods too, and you've played the harlot. Jesus and is adultery. So what does Jesus want tonight? Everything. You mean I just can't check off the box of an altar call and believe my soul is secure? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Absolutely. I'm telling you. That above anything that God has given you stewardship over, your soul is most vital and it is, it is eternal. Eternal. Jesus said, what good is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? The hordes of hell are possessing the lips of men attempting to get your heart off of the beauty of the Son of God. There is one found worthy. There is one who can save you. Just one. Just one. And I felt in the spirit tonight that some of you have been trying to clean your own soul. <sighs> to scrub it all away. But you can't. Jesus doesn't fix us. We get nailed to a tree and raised from the dead. 
Jesus doesn't repair us. He resurrects us. <laughs> I've met people who said, I think I'm saved. I think I am. I'm just not sure. And I've thought before, when someone jumps out of a wheelchair, they are sure. They know. And getting born again is much more majestic than getting out of a wheelchair. I'm not talking about Jesus tweaking you. I'm talking about him raising you. <laughs> Do you think if you were buried in the ground and you tore out of the grave, you'd know? Why am I going here? Because the sign of a life that has been yielded to Jesus is this, the life of Jesus in that life. And Jesus is not bound by sin. Sin is unnatural to a child of God. Jesus is not interested in helping the sinner cope. He's interested in raising him from the pit of hell. That's what he does. Oh, he's not a life coach. He is a savior. If you're drowning in the ocean, you are not calling out for a life coach. You're not asking for technique advice, how to get through the waves a little better, how to be happier when the third one hits you in the face. No, you're begging, you're begging that someone will save you from a pit that is too deep that will kill you. Sin kills. The wage of it is death. And Jesus is not interested in petting it. You say, how free can I be? Absolutely 100% free. There is a place in the spirit which will become your world if you yield your life tonight. The world will die to you and you want it to. It's disgusting. I don't know what happened to me. It's gross. The Bible says we should hate the very garments of it. There is a place in the spirit, however, that will become your world, your life, your very atmosphere, your environment will become the very presence of God. The Bible says it is in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. Our life becomes the glory of the Lord, the manifest presence of Jesus himself. He lives in you, listen carefully, you live in him, he is in you, on you, all around you. This is life in Christ Jesus. In that place, you can laugh at sin. Very easily say, no thank you. I'm drinking, I'm being nourished 
I am being nourished with food that you don't know about. No thanks. Porn is a joke compared to the presence of Jesus. How, how about hatred? Is, is, is hatred getting old? Hatred getting a little old, is it wearing you down? Are you tired of arguing? I, I, I hate to tell you, and your bondage is not going to go away in November. Your bondage isn't going to go away on election night. I'm not telling you not to vote in a godly way. But I am saying this, on judgment day, there's going to be a bigger issue at hand. Your soul. What's a soul worth? Are you ready for this? What's the blood of Jesus worth? The Lord's not mad at you tonight. Help me, guys. The Lord's not mad at you. But you gotta know. Listen, this is not a game. Do you know statistics tell me that what I'm preaching tonight should shrink this church? And who gives a rip? Who gives a rip? I'm not here... I have a mandate. I'll stand before the Lord and he'll say, did you faithfully steward the gospel? There's power available tonight, right here, in my words. The power of God unto salvation lives in the gospel. There is no sin that Jesus cannot destroy. And by the way, Jesus does not break yokes. That's not what the word says. He destroys them. (laughs) He destroys him. Jesus came. Listen carefully. Nothing else matters. Jesus came. He lived a perfect life. Born of a virgin. That's one of the reasons he was raised from the dead. Do you know that? Because the Bible says, from dust you've come and from dust you must return. Well, devil, Jesus wasn't made of dust. The Holy Ghost crafted his body so the grave couldn't hold him. And, and if you come to him, the grave won't hold you either. See, you think you're afraid of COVID, but you're not. You're just afraid to die. That's what the deal is. You think you're afraid of tight spaces. You're not. You're afraid to die. You think you're afraid of I-4. You should be. Moving on. No. You're not. You're afraid to die. But the saint is not afraid to die. Let me tell you why. The saint never dies. Jesus said of Lazarus, boys, he's sleeping. Oh, good Lord, he'll get better. No, no, okay, fine, you don't get it, he's dead. 
let me help you all. But what I meant was he's sleeping. What did he do when he raised the little girl? What did he tell the household? She sleeps. And they mocked him. What did Paul say? That those who sleep in the Lord will go first. We don't die. And this Jesus, born of a virgin, in perfect completion, in perfect perfection, came, revealed the Father. In his beauty, in his completeness, he revealed the Father. Lived a sinless life. That is another reason the grave could not hold him. Because the wage of sin is death, but Jesus did not sin. That Jesus gave his back at the whipping post so you could be healed tonight. That Jesus was crowned with a crown of thorns so that he would give you his peace right here in your mind, redeeming the curse of a fallen thought life. That Jesus was pierced in his hands to redeem the work of your hands. That Jesus allowed his side to be opened, listen, so you would forever know the way into his heart. God lay Adam down, put him to sleep, opened up his womb, used the rib to create Eve. Jesus dies on the cross. The Lord does the same thing. The son falls asleep. His side is opened and the church is born, the very wife of Christ. This is majestic. This is amazing. This Jesus extended on the cross, nailed to a tree, took your curse, shed his blood. And the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there can be no removal of sin. So as his blood was released, the price for your sin was paid. That Jesus went into the ground and shook it and conquered the devil and destroyed his work and embarrassed him and emptied the grave. And three days later, he came out like a roaring victorious lion and took his friends with him. Forty days later, the Bible says he ascended to the right hand of the Father. And tonight, listen, you, can I freak you out for a moment? Tonight there is a God-man, fully God, fully man, with real skin, sitting above the highest heaven. Am I the only one that is blown away by that? There is a man above the highest heaven who filled all things with himself on the way up there. <laughs> Y'all don't care. I'm about to throw a pulpit at you. This, this should make you hurt the person next to you. This is... <laughs> what? He's seated at the right hand of the Father. What's he doing there? Ever living to intercede for his own. And one day, one day that Jesus will come back for his own. Now listen carefully. You get to choose on that day whether you'd like to marry him or be his enemy. That's the gospel. He'd like to marry you. He wants you tonight. With every head bowed and eye closed, you say, Michael, I want to give everything to Jesus. I want everyone to stand, actually. Please, quickly, quickly stand. You say, Michael, I want to give everything to Jesus tonight. I want to give him my life. I want my sin washed away. I want to be free. I am tired of the game. I want every hand to go up who's saying, Michael, I want to give my life. Precious, this is awesome. Uh, now listen, if your hand is up, I want you to come forward, or you wish it was up, I want you to come forward, and I want you to spread out. Don't pack in too tight. Come on, come on, come forward, come forward. 
Come forward. Spread out here. There were dozens, dozens. Come on, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus tonight. This is awesome. Come, come. Come to Jesus tonight. Come to Jesus tonight. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come on, come on, come get free. Come get free tonight. Give your life to Jesus. Spread out, we have room right here. Ushers, help me out, help me out. Spread out right here, come on, come on, they're still coming. Give your life to Jesus tonight. Jesus sees it all, he sees it all. He sees you in your darkest little corner, bound. He can set you free tonight. Come on, come forward, come forward. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. They're still coming, look, little children coming to give their lives to the Lord. Thank you, Father. They're still coming. Come give your life to the Lord. We'll wait. This is awesome. Come on. This is awesome. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Jesus loves you. He loves you. Tonight I'm going to pray, listen, that this statement would, would be so beautiful and meaningful to you and that you'd never forget it. And this is what it is. Jesus died for you. He died for you. I want all of us to stretch our hands towards these precious children of the Lord. And if you've come forward tonight, I actually want you to look at me. I want you to look me in the eye. Tonight we're going to talk to the Lord himself. It's, we're not coming to a prayer. We're coming to him. We're coming straight to him tonight. And you're going to talk to him. And he'll hear you. The Bible says if we come unto him, he would by no means cast us away. It's not in him. If you come to Jesus now the best you can, it's not just about the perfection of you getting every word right. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's more about you coming to him. And tonight we're going to pray a prayer. We're not going to recite it. We're going to talk to God. And the Bible says when we're through, listen carefully, that you're going to be a new creation. And I want you to hear this. God himself is going to live in your skin. Your body is going to become his house. Like actually. It's not symbolic. You're actually going to become the house of God. And that means whether, as my good friend Eric Gilmer says, whether I'm flipping burgers at In-N-Out or digging a ditch or preaching a crusade, I have a fountain in me that never runs dry. That's what's about to happen. Every sin washed away, never remembered. But what you need to do tonight is give him your life. As broken as it is, hand it over. Hand it over. Are you ready to talk to the Lord? All right, come on. Stretch your hands out in the crowd. You guys just close your eyes. Lift your hands to heaven say this out loud. Let's all say it. Heavenly Father, I come to you tonight a sinner. Save my soul. Cleanse me with the blood. Forgive me, Jesus, for my sin. I am sorry. Wash me. Make me whiter than snow. Jesus, I repent of my sin. I turn from my sin. I turn from my own life. I make you the Lord of my life. And Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross, that you shed your blood to pay for my sin. 
And I believe that you were buried and that you died and that you've been raised from the dead. You are the Son of God. I give you my life. Jesus, receive my life. You are the King of Kings and you're coming back again. So here I am. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you come forward, it's amazing. The Lord's touching them. Beautiful. There's nobody like him. just the young man in the red hat yeah and then stretch your hands everybody here father fall upon him in your power come upon him fill him with the holy spirit tonight empower him to follow you with faithfulness fill his life now in jesus name fill him to overflowing deliver him and fill him. Fill him with the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost, yeah, help me, Court. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost fall on him in Jesus' name. Fall on him. Give the Lord praise. Come on. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you've come forward, I want you to go to the Jesus School booth when you're done. Put that number up, guys, if you don't mind. And then you can text this number. We want to help you. We want to walk with you. Can we put that? Uh, where is it? Well, what is the number? Well, they won't remember it. Just go to the Jesus School booth. It's going to be amazing. Okay, we just want to walk with you. Make sure you have a Bible and help you walk with Jesus. Okay? Love you so much. Let's give the Lord praise one more time. Ryan, can we just make sure they get back to their seats? We've changed things because of all that's going on, and uh, we've got a new system in place. I'm going to receive the offering when we're done. Let's just grab a seat, please. I'm not going to do it now. I want to give Steph as much time as we can. Chandler, thanks for coming. Yeah, what, what, what was your brother's name again? Taylor. Well, we've all been blessed by what God is doing at Map City, and I'm just so honored to, to have them here. It's an honor to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a privilege, and uh, we're praying. I'm praying for you that God will increase the glory of God on you guys, and, uh, and uh, that the Lord would just continue. It's an honor to have you. Chandler texted me. He said, uh, I said, hey, uh, we are, Steph's been here with us for a day. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's felt like it. Stephen is a precious, dear man of God. Stephen has uh, 
a heart of gold. Stephen, would you stand up, please? Just stand up. He hates this, but it's good for him. That's Stephen. And Wonders here. I love, I love Stephen's heart. I love how real he is. I, I, I love people that are just <laughs> normal. <laughs> oh, God. But Chandler sent me a text. We were together. I said, hey, hey Chandler, we're, we're thinking about you. Um, he said, well, I'm flying down there. <laughs> and uh, that happens a lot. People text that, but usually they don't show up. And uh, Chandler came. He said, I just want to be in the room. And uh, it means a lot to have you both. Thank you so much for coming here. Hopefully they'll be back, right? Hopefully they'll be back. You know, a few times in a generation, uh, the Lord chooses people to reveal himself through. And I have been looking forward to this night from my own heart for, I don't know, a couple months. Um, Steph is a, uh, she's a message. Uh, and her life is a message. Her worship has uh, provoked the nations to give the Lord what he's worthy of. And uh, beyond that, her life has, um, oh, there's just a few people who speak our language and she's one of them. I, I feel like I, I can talk to Steph about just about anything and uh, in the Lord. And the loyalty in her heart, her love for you all, her love for this worship team, her love for the students. Her love for Jesus, most importantly, is just amazing. And I feel like, uh, I feel like Steph is, I feel like she's home here. And I want her, I want her to feel at home, Steph, it's important to us. We want you to feel like you're with family. I know you do. But what the Lord has done in Steph, you really can't teach can't teach that and it's not even about music it's about the Lord picking her before she was ever formed in her mother's womb and knowing her her daddy just went on to be with the Lord and and she's been so kind to invite us into that journey and I've learned so much from hearing about her father um, we drove our family up there in a second all the way to Ohio which is like driving to tundra <laughs> but when we got there it felt like oh we were singing to the Lord after her daddy passed in a little farmhouse and her mama was playing keys and it was just like probably in all the crusades I've been in or been around it was one of the most precious moments of my life to see Steph and her mom and her brother loving on Jesus after someone I mean, your father or your husband going home to be with the Lord and she's a true Jesus lover. And I believe that this is only the beginning for Steph. She's gonna walk into a, 
she is walking into a season of provoking and lovingly displaying the beauty of her husband, this wonderful king. So I want us to, uh, I just want us to stand and not to make Steph feel super happy, but listen, to honor someone who God honors. Let's do that. Let's welcome Steph. Come and do that. I need, I need Jesus so much. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. When you really, really fall in love with Jesus and you find people who talk about him the way that they do, Stay as close as you can. Just bear with me. I'm feeling so strong. Oh, 
Oh, but you pour yourself out. You don't have to come for us. <laughs> Just begin to thank him for his presence. Keep thanking him, keep thanking him for his presence. <laughs> oh, we thank you for your presence, Jesus. Oh, you are more precious than gold, more precious than silver, more precious than the sound of a friend's voice, more precious than the love of those dearest to us in this place. You are precious. You are worthy of our lives. <laughs> so much more. If we lived a thousand lifetimes and praised you every second of every day, it could not begin to describe you. Holy are you. Beautiful Jesus. Beautiful Jesus. Beautiful Jesus. How we love you. If you just gave your heart to Jesus tonight, there is a love, there is love deeper than you have ever known. He is the water and the well. He's the hunger and the food. The silence and the song, he is everything. You'll find it true. You will find it true. You will find it true. You will find him true. Jesus, would you reveal yourself to us? eyes to see you. <laughs> Wash our hands so we can hold what you pour out. Cleanse our hearts so we can love you love you back. Oh, we want to love you back. Not 
not live from this place, that you would not remove your hand from their heads, that Father, you would reveal yourself to him here. Not just a visitation, but a habitation of your presence, that this would be a place where you rest and that you stay. And we pray together in this place, do whatever you have to do to keep us in the center of the flame. Do what you must do. Do what you must do, Jesus, to keep us here. There is no life apart from you. There is no life apart from Jesus the Christ. And so we yield to you in your careful hands. We have nothing but what you give to us. We have nothing but what you give to us. Put us on like a glove. Throw us on the wheel again. Make whatever you want. Make whatever you want. Whatever you call beautiful, make us that. Whatever song you want to hear, fill it so we can sing it. You want to dance, move our feet. We're yours. We're yours. There is a place in love that is more wonderful than having a choice. And it's yielding to his way. I'm so thankful for the choice that he gives us. I'm so thankful for freedom. But there is a deeper place of love and it says, I don't want my choice anymore. You can have it. I have found my joy. I'm not sobbing because I'm depressed. I'm not sad. I am overtaken. I am overwhelmed with love and it aches in my bones the deeper in love you fall the less you will care about having your own way and even your dream being heard and even everything you wanted coming to pass everything you thought you would do for God everything you thought you would become and you just don't care anymore you don't care anymore if you ever become any of those things all you want is to be found right where he is sitting at his feet sitting at his feet memorizing everything about him memorizing the tone of his voice so you never confuse it with another memorizing the look on his face Staring into those eyes, 
so that no one ever captures your gaze again. the little things the relationships that feel so big they only feel so big because you've been looking at them too long look at Jesus look at Jesus look at the lamb and they'll seem so small and your hands will open and drop them because you're ravaged and you don't want them I could find behind the stage. And I said to the Lord, if you're not with me, I won't go. I want nothing to do with this if you're not here. And as I was reading, I began to read about the woman with the alabaster who broke it open at the Lord's feet. <laughs> and as I read, I began to see these bodies form in front of me. And I said, Lord, who are they? And he said, it's the cloud. And really quietly started to hear their voices saying, it's so worth it. He's so worthy. It's so worth it. He's so worthy. And it got so loud, it was like a roar. I just want to tell you tonight, it's so worth it. He's so worthy. There's always more to yield. Just give it back to him again. We yield to you, Jesus. 
the songs together. Will you keep playing, Bruce? Will you go? You're gonna keep playing. I'm sorry, I can't hear everything. So <laughs> I'm singing in lots of different time signatures. It doesn't matter. I'm not reading because I have an amazing word. I'm reading because he does. I, um, we've been talking so much over the last few days. It's always so life-giving just when the conversation always finds its way back to Jesus. <laughs> Everything else is exhausting. Everything else has lost its flavor. <laughs> People used to ask me about my dad. Is this all he knows how to talk about? And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> and the older I get, am I that it's all my dad really knew how to talk about I know that's not everyone's story but it can be you can give it to your children obsession with getting the next word that's going to blow up the room instead of just saying what he's already said. <laughs> he is his word. His word will prove every encounter and every encounter that is from him will prove this word. days with Michael and Jesse. <clears throat> there's something about, or just talk, we've been talking a lot, there's something about being up when the sun comes up, something about seeing the sunrise. I love seeing you all. I'm so happy to be here with you. I am, I'm so moved to see all your faces and I feel, feel the Lord. shiny you're shiny and I love you he loves you getting up with the Lord seeing the sunrise I asked him why it moves me so much I'm like I know this is beautiful it's your creation there's very obvious reasons why this is good sitting with the Lord we 
were away at the lake, just our family, and I was sitting with the Lord out on the patio before the sun came up. And I try to, I like tuck myself into the spot where I know the sun's gonna come through the trees, you know? It's like you move, you find where it's rising. Just sit in it, let the warmth touch your skin and you find God because all creation tells of who he is. The sun's very happy to shine. It's very happy to run its course because the Lord made it. It's very happy just to do what it does. I was just sitting there why does this move me so? Why do I feel restored when the sun rises on my face? He said, when you live in the light, everything becomes clear. When you stay in the light, that's when revelation comes, I'm the light. I know Nathan talked about the light last week. Was that beautiful? So powerful. When you're sitting in the dark, maybe you can start to tell that there's some trees in front of me. There are some, the water's there and I can vaguely make it out. But if I stay in the sun, if I stay in the light, in front of me if you don't stay in the light you don't see you can't see it's very simple the things he teaches are very simple so I've just been sitting in the sun in the morning as it rises and asking the Lord to show himself to me and I found a new little thing that I had never read in all the times that I've read this I never heard it this way Heavens are telling of the glory of God. And their expanse is declaring the work of his hands. We have to put our phones down. Day to day pours forth speech. And night to night reveals knowledge. We're just talking about creation. He's talking about creation. But this is for us. This is for us. How much more should we declare? Those who've been saved, rescued, how much more? Should we be telling of the glory of God? How much more should the works of his hands be seen in our declaration, be heard in our declaration? Our days should be full of praise and our nights full of knowledge because we meet with him and he reveals the mystery of who he is to us in the night because he can trust us because we've praised him all day. 
verse three, there is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their utterances to the end of the world. In them, he's placed a tent for the sun. The heavens, in the heavens, he's placed a tent for the sun. They expand the whole earth. They're telling of the glory of God. In them, he's placed a tent for the sun. This next line is, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. <laughs> you sit in the sunrise and you read this scripture and you tell me <laughs> that you, you don't meet with God, you will meet with him. All creation is revealing a deeper thing. We've got to get it. We've got to put our phones down. We have to shut out the noisy conversations. Be still and know him. If you're not still, you won't know. We've got to be still. Enemies place the tent for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It rejoices as a strong man to run his course. rejoices. The earth rejoices to belong to God, to be made by him. And it's circuit to the other end of them. Oh, sorry. Verse six, it's rising is from one end of the heavens and it's circuit to the other end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. There is nothing hidden from the sun of God. And when you sit in the sun that's meant to reflect him, you can't hide from its heat. Verse seven, the law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. When I was sick as a little girl, my daddy would sit next to me in bed and he would read the word over me. He would just read the word to me and we would cry together. I would just stream tears. And he'd say, isn't he wonderful? Isn't it so life-giving? His word is life. His word is life. Read it every day. I know Michael talks about it all the time. Read it every day. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean. The fear of the Lord is clean. enduring forever. It's the only way to stay clean is to fear the Lord. If we don't fear the Lord, we'll fear everything else. Be afraid of everything else. It's like 
we don't fear the Lord, we won't walk in purity. It's the only way to keep our hearts pure. The judgments of the Lord are true. Yours and mine are not. When we give our hearts to Jesus, we give up our right to have judgments and opinions about everything. We yield our right to our own opinion about everything. Only he is a true judge. If you spend more time thinking about what someone else should be doing differently, you do not fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is not in you. If you are consumed with politics, if you are consumed with posts, if you are consumed with what someone else thinks about you, if you're consumed, I'm, I'm talking to myself too, if we are consumed with the fear of anything else, it becomes our anxiety. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the only way to live in wisdom in these days is to fear the Lord. If you fear COVID, you'll probably get it anyways. Welcome to this. Your immune system is at its weakest when you're afraid. Welcome to that. Fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. When he becomes everything, you're like, well, COVID or not, I'm in your hands. What you do with me is entirely up to you because I've yielded my life. I've yielded my need for it to go a certain way. My times are in your hands, the word says. My times are in your hands. Every day of my life is written down in your book. He's not nervous. He's not nervous. Is this okay? I'm just reading. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous all together. All together. They are more desirable than gold. Yes. Than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Everything else loses its sweetness. your life give it to Jesus he's got a better one for you sweeter as the days go by 
like the old song says. Verse 11. Moreover, by them, we're still talking about the Lord, we're talking about his law, we're talking about his precepts, his ways. Moreover, by them, your servant is warned. If we don't fear the Lord, if we're not, if we don't treasure his word, we won't see the truck coming straight for us. We're that dumb. We, we need him. We need him. Like how many times have you said, I did not see that coming? All the time. <laughs> and that's okay, but if we fear the Lord, he'll, he'll tell us what we need to know before we need to know it. He won't leave you hanging. Before all of this COVID craziness, the Lord said, to, before my dad passed, before anything, the Lord said to me, just say no to everything. You won't be going. And I was like, okay, maybe it's with dad, it's whatever. Then everything got canceled anyways. I had no commitments I had to bail on. I had nothing. I just had this sense, no, you need to be close to home. We're, this is gonna be a very different season. Your no is as important as your yes. Use it. Wow, and I'm so glad I did. He warns us so we don't miss it. You know? He's a friend and a father and a lover and he won't leave you hanging. If that's all you've ever known, it's because you haven't really known him. He won't. He's not a man that he should lie. He keeps all of his words. And whether he keeps them the way you or I think he should, he keeps them. When and how he well pleases. And it's always best for us that way. Because he cares. He cares. He cares for us. Moreover, by them your servant is warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. What's the reward? All kinds of things, but what's the great reward? Him. He's the exceedingly great reward. The treasure is his presence, that God is with us. The treasure is knowing him deeply, deeply, not just about him. Not just hearing his story, but knowing his ways, knowing his heart. And knowing he would call us his friends, that we would be the bride he longs to come back for because we care to keep his word. Who can discern his errors? Acquit me of hidden faults. Also keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. This is what you were just talking about the other night. Can I read to you the definition of presumptuous? It's this at least in the dictionary. 
failing to observe the limits of what is permitted or appropriate. Let me read it again because I kind of messed it up. Presumptuous, failing to observe the limits of what is permitted or appropriate. If we don't know his word, then we don't, we will not know his ways. We will presume to know too much and we'll blow past a boundary that is for our good. Those boundary lines that fall for me in pleasant places, there's a reason for those. It's for your good, it's for my good. It's because he cares. We will blow past through those stop, those stop signs and those red lights every time if we presume to know his ways. Let them not rule over me. Then I will be blameless and I shall be acquitted of great transgression. Transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And it may not for a time, but eventually it will. Every time. Every time what is really deep down inside of us, what we really think, what we really believe, what we really love, it'll come out. It'll come to surface. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Let what's in our hearts be the same as what's coming out of our mouths. And would you reveal to us the things in our hearts from us that can't be hidden from you. Wash them. Teach us to abide like you and the Father are one. Teach us to be one with one another and one with you. Would you teach us to abide so that it all lines up say we are so that we can live who you say we are so that we can live lives that always point back to you if you haven't loved the word you just 
Ask him now to give you a love for his word. It can be this simple. He wants to help you. The Holy Spirit wants to help us. He wants to lead us to Jesus. Some of you have had a hard time reading the word. I believe the Lord is healing it to help you. over us like the sun rises in the, in the morning come with your light till there's no place that it has not touched inside of us we want communion with you we want communion <laughs> we were made for unbroken circles an unbroken circle with the divine communion, not cycles of brokenness. about him these are things that heaven presses into these conversations that angels long to look into
acknowledges presence just he moves in so many ways you move in so many ways who are we to think that you'd only move one way who are you to think who are we to think you would come the way we presume you would come
there's a reason why he sets a table before us in the presence of our enemies. There's chaos on all sides, but he sets a table and he says, come and sit with me. Don't worry about them. The table of the Lord, <laughs> the body and the blood of Jesus. better choice don't pick up a battle that's not yours don't pick up a sword he didn't hand to you you'll cut yourself and everyone around you he is the king of heaven's armies he does not need us And in the middle of war, in the middle of a battle, in the presence of our enemies, he says, come and eat. Come and eat my body and drink my blood. Come and feast. Let them watch. This is paid for. He knows that if we'll be still, we'll get to know him. The word says, don't be in a hurry to leave the presence of the king. with silence or stillness it's time to practice you will need it you will need it in the coming days you will need it the stillness and silence that comes from communion with Jesus that is from the inside out because he's come to dwell in you you will need it that will be your life Make us hungry. The Lord reminded me that hunger is inevitable, but desire must be nurtured. You'll eat and you'll always be hungry again, but you get to decide what you will crave. You may have been raised on donuts, but you can learn to love a salad. No judgment. I was Duncan too. No judgment. Doesn't matter what you learned or what you were taught, you can relearn. He made you wonderfully and he will help us. He helps us. It takes time for our bodies to learn to want something new to eat. Wouldn't our spirits? We've learned to crave all kinds of other things, the attention of men, the number of posts, number of likes on our posts, the number of followers. The, we are paralyzed until, you know, a lot of us come into rooms like these and can't wait to be seen by the leaders who are leading. If they just see me, they'll just see God on me. 
you can learn to crave Jesus. He is more satisfying than Michael and Jess ever laying hands on you. And I love them, they've changed my life. Jesus in them is changing my life all the time. But that all burns up. And that's a lonely road, it will not satisfy you. Someone in this room seeing what's on your life, acknowledging it from a pulpit, that will never ever satisfy you. You will chase it your whole life and be frustrated that nothing comes to pass that you hoped would and you'll be bitter and you'll walk away and it'll be no fault but your own because you've taught yourself to want that, that that's the sign that God has laid his hand on you. We've craved their opinions more than we've craved what the Lord has said about us. If you're reading more books about what other people say about Jesus than this, it doesn't count. It, it doesn't count for you. All those books will burn up in the fire. You can't DIY this. You can't Google your life. You can't. This is your life. Communion with Jesus is your life. It's your life. He is life. All other ground is sinking sand. All of it. All of it. There's a woman in this room waiting for your husband to tell you you're beautiful. You could be waiting a long time. If you crave the sound of his voice more than your maker, more than your bridegroom king, you'll be miserable your whole life. You'll be miserable and you won't have a marriage. You have to lay it on the altar. You have to lay him on the altar. I'm telling you when Jesus tells you how he feels about you, you'll live completely differently. And guess what? It's the oil of his spirit. It's the oil of his presence that makes you beautiful anyway. He makes us beautiful. We're beautiful because he, he made us. Not because someone else says you are. They've got preferences and opinions. We are fickle. We are fickle. We have to feast on his presence, on his word. Now I feel like I'm just talking. I want to hand it over, but I...
I want you to know him. Really know him. Really know him. for a minute. Let's just stand in. Isn't that a good sound? The sound of standing. I've always loved it. It sounds strong, doesn't it? Not that any of us will be standing around the throne. We'll just keep falling down and standing and falling and standing and falling. children again.
for your pleasure. For your pleasure, make of us a radiant bride. daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.